What's up, everybody? Welcome to After the Final Whistle, a football talk with John and Montel. Welcome to episode number 31. We're back. Three weeks in a row, we made it. Um, I'm Montel. Fellows is John. How are you doing this week, big dog? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. You know, a lot on the plate, but I'll make it. Always do. Um, how about you? How are things going? Uh, I mean, I've been better. Uh, my brother passed on uh, Monday, so I'm kind of trying to adjust, I guess. I mean, I hadn't talked to him in a while just because, you know, we got some differences in, of opinion and stuff, so, you know. I um, am sorry to hear that, sir. Oh, it's all good, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm at the acceptance stage, so uh, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Uh, what you got for uh, the injury report this week? All right. So injuries this week. Um, not big injury list that I saw, but uh, some big names. So um, I guess we can uh, end on your Vikings. Um, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both uh, out this week. Um, looks like uh, Austin Eckler has been practicing in his healthy to play. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is out again. Uh, The Saints put Michael Thomas on IR. I think he's just kind of done with football. He hasn't played in, what, two and a half years? Almost three full seasons, yeah. Um, The Ravens said Rashad Bateman is out for the rest of season. But I think it's foot or ankle. Um, Then uh, your Vikings put... uh, Irv Smith on IR. Wonder if that's part of the reason why they traded for Hawkinson. Yeah, he wasn't doing much this year. Um, we'll talk about that Hawkinson trade here in a, in a little bit <laughs> once we get to the news. But yeah, it was something else. Right, right. But uh, I think the the Eagles also put Jordan Davis on IR. First round pick, defensive tackle. So, um, but other than that, that's really all I got uh, on the injury front. Um, I know we got quite a bit of news to go through. A lot of trades happened at the trade deadline. We do. I don't remember a season <laughs> where we've had this many freaking trades. Can you think? I cannot think of not one. Same, and not just trades, but like bigger Big name ones. trades. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start off. Uh, so the Ravens traded uh, AJ Klein, a 2023 second round pick, and a 2023 fifth round pick for a former, not Pro Bowl, but All Pro linebacker Roquan Smith from the Bears. Uh, Minnesota Vikings traded the Detroit Lions a 2023 second and a 24 fourth for the tight end TJ Hawkinson, and they and the Vikings got a 2023 fourth back and a conditional 2024 fourth. Uh, so let, I'm a, I want to talk about that one a little bit. I have never seen a, a blockbuster trade like kind of like that with a division rival. What the, what is going on in Detroit? Um, where they they gave them two picks to take Hawkinson off their plate doesn't make any sense to me. 
I mean, Hawkinson was drafted before Dan Campbell, I believe, right? So that's the only uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, I thinking. think a year before, yeah. Is eighth overall. That's the only thing I'm thinking is just the the new coaching regime in Detroit is trying to get players that match their mentality of biting kneecaps. Dude, he blocks. He's on pace for about 900 yards and like six or seven touchdowns this season as like a third-year tight end. Uh, Irv Smith, I think, is in year four and hasn't even come close to that. Uh, so kind of like you said, they put him on IR. I think he's probably done in Minnesota. You don't trade a tight end. You're going to have to pay 8 to $10 million in a couple of seasons if you're going to bring back Irv. So I think he's probably done. Right. Um, but I just thought it was interesting. You don't see someone trading in division like that, like the Vikings and Lions have been. No one can hate them. I get it. But also, didn't the Vikings and Lions, like, swap picks in the first round and the Lions got Jamison Williams? Yep. So it's like, it almost what's going on like with payback. your front office, sir? What's going on with your front office? It seems like payback, the Lions. you fleece me, I fleece you. <laughs> That's kind of what it seemed like to me, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll move on to the uh, the Bears uh, trading a twenty twenty three second round pick for the Steelers uh, Chase Claypool. Uh, the Dolphins trade Chase Edmonds a twenty three first a twenty four fourth for Bradley Chubb, who is a defensive end edge edge rusher, so he plays outside linebacker, but he can probably play a lot of defensive end too, just because of his size. Um, and they got a 2025 fifth round pick in return. Uh, so after he was signed by the Dolphins, uh, Chubb immediately signed a five year, $119 million extension with the Dolphins. So, um, have we heard how much of that is guaranteed? Uh, I did not, but if I had to guess, I'd probably yeah. say somewhere between like 60 and 70, because uh, usually a little over half or a little under half of those contracts are usually fully guaranteed. Um, yeah, I guess with that Russell Wilson contract, they couldn't afford to pay uh, their star pass rusher. Uh, it's not that much money; it's twenty million dollars a year, a little bit under that. So, um, yeah. yeah, but when Wilson's is like, I think fully guaranteed, and I mean, like talk about getting fleeced. Yeah, he's playing like I mean, complete ass. Yeah, he's been been terrible. Uh, let's see, more Dolphins news. They trade a 2023 fifth-round pick to the 49ers for Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars tra- trade a 23 conditional fifth round and a 2024 conditional second round to the Atlanta Falcons for Calvin Ridley, a wide receiver. Uh, the Buffalo- I, How is that even... Sorry, how is that even possible when he's suspended for the year? How can you trade for a suspended player? I have no you can't idea. Trade for an injured player? No. But you can trade for a suspended player. Makes yep. no sense. Uh, and I don't even know who has to pay him because he hadn't played. Like usually with the trade, like if if you had a player, I have to pay him half the season because he's on my books. But dude, I don't think he gets paid because he's suspended. <laughs> I guess they yeah, pick it up I next. Know. They pick it up next year. I have no idea. 
Uh, let's see. The Buffalo Bills trade Zach Moss and a conditional fifth-round pick for uh, Naheem Himes from the Colts. A lot of conditional picks. Um, they almost always are, are something stupid, like play 50% of the remaining snaps or something like that. You don't give up a, a player for just conditional picks if conditions aren't easy to make. So, um, Right. That is all the big name trades that um, I was aware of. Uh, there are a couple of like uh, smaller news things. So uh, the Washington Commanders um, have been put up for sale uh, by, I forget the owner's name, but he's having Bank of America do it. And uh, Jay-Z uh, and Jeff Snyder. Bezos. Yeah, Dan Snyder, yeah, Dan Snyder. Uh, Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos are reportedly interested in making a bid together. Um, up to six billion dollars to buy the team. Uh, that was billion with a B. Correct. Billion with a B. I mean, I wouldn't pay six million for the dumpster fire that is the Commanders, but okay. Nope. They need a new coaching staff. They need a new stadium. Uh, they need. They need a new. They need a quarterback. They need. A lot need a lot of work, but yeah. I mean, honestly, like a lot of these people that buy these teams, they don't do it for the team to win. It's the the return on investment. Like you get a shit ton of money being an NFL owner. Like you get profit sharing and all that crap. So even if you're like a, a really bad team, you make just as much as a really good team for like a regular season. It's not like the NBA where um, you can pay like a luxury tax or something. The salary cap is the salary cap. You spend it or you don't, and uh, yeah, everybody makes the same amount of money regardless. So that that's pretty cool, I guess. But six billion, you'd have to have the team for like twenty or thirty years to get your money back. <laughs> right. I'm not taking it. If I'm taking the chance, it's going to be another team from the Northeast, like the Patriots or something, not the freaking. <laughs> yeah. But it kind of makes you wonder, because, you know, like, there's been a lot of news around Dan Snyder, like, He's a creep. is he getting forced to sell the team? I think so. He's a creep. And he, so, from what I got, he, he rubs all the other owners wrong, like, even during, like, the owner meetings and stuff like that. He ain't got too many fans, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Next, I got uh, my weird fact of the week that I try to find every every week. Um, so, peep this out. Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave has five sacks in the last five days. He had two on Sunday and three on Thursday. Uh, okay. Sack a day, I guess, keeps the contract nice and inflated when it's time. Uh, I think he's right. the one. I think he's the one that that's probably going to replace Jordan Davis. They play a little bit different. Uh, Davis is more of like a true nose tackle, where he's more of like a pass rushing three technique. So, uh, they'll make it work. And they really, they've all they when all those spell, they still have Fletch. So, I'm not too concerned about their sack numbers. I just thought it was cool. This dude has a shit ton of sacks in five days. Yeah. It's like a season's worth for most team money. Uh, right. Boy. So, I know it's a sore spot. How are we doing in fantasy? 
Um, well, I'll start off with the the just for fun league. Um, got beat, not surprised. Um, can't seem to really get a win, but you know, I can't say I didn't get a win if I lose the rest of the games. I'll go one and fifteen if I have to, or one and sixteen. Right. Um, and then. You were kind of saying how last year you had the most points scored in the money league. How many points was that? Do you remember? At, at the end of the season? No, in that one game against Kolosha. Oh, shit. It was like... Wasn't it like 207? I don't know. It was like 247. It was a lot. It was like Damn. I thought I had it. I thought I had it because I just scored like 214 points. Jesus. Against who? Kolosha? No. Oh. Peter. Oh. <laughs> 214 points against Peter. Oh. My team went off like Stefan Diggs, uh, Derek Henry, AJ Brown all went off for like 34 uh, yeah. points apiece. I think AJ Brown <laughs> had three touchdowns at the half. Yeah, and then he had to pee in a cup and get drug tested. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, of course. Anytime you play good. <laughs> Random, like we yeah. talked last year, multiple times that random drug test. For Miles Garrett, um, yeah. But uh, so you know, I'm still on your heels in our division, one game back. But uh, Tyler is starting to come out of nowhere, and that uh, is worrisome. <laughs> it, it can be. I think he's one game sweet. back from me. Yeah. I need you to beat him. I don't want you to win, but I need you to beat him. Yeah. Even with AJ Brown going off for like almost 16 points this week, I'm like still projected to lose. I'm like, how? So um, how about you? I know the past few weeks have been rough and a few of them for you. I've got no running backs in like two of the three leagues I've been in. Uh, they keep getting hurt, uh, but I won a close game in the fun league, one by 13. Um, I was kind of actually working <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> I was like, man, I'll, if he, if, he, if two of these players somehow combine for like 22 points, I'm going to lose, but uh, they didn't, so we're, we're good there. Uh, the other two, the gaming league and the money league, I won by about 40 in both, so uh, getting back to my winning ways, um, yeah. It's tough. I just want to be running back. So, uh, this week will be a tough, tough matchup because uh, he has a couple of different good running backs. So, right. Um, yeah, mine are always like every week for like the last four weeks, my two starters have been questionable. And then Mark Andrews plays three plays and throws his damn shoulder out. So, it's uh, been a grind, but uh, hopefully I can keep it up. I, I understand. I mean, I, I'd rather keep winning, but, you know, last year I had to keep relying on Monday nights to win by, like, a few points, and then that didn't help when we got to the playoffs, so. <laughs> yeah, playoffs are different then. Yeah. Let's see. So next on our agenda, we've got our prediction results for week eight. Um, so you had Giants and Seahawks. Uh, Patriots at Jets and hold on. Nah, that doesn't sound like my games. 
That sounds like your games. Yeah, this freaking game. Hold on. I'll fix it later. Uh, let's see. You had 49ers at Rams, Steelers at Eagles, and Packers at Bills. Why is it? Okay. Uh, you predicted the Rams would win 28 to 24. They lost 31 to 14. Predicted the Steelers would lose 17 to 24. Uh, they lost 35 to 13. Predicted the Packers would lose 38 to 7 to the Bills. Uh, they lost 27 to 17. Uh, let's see. Gonna get this right. I had Giants at Seahawks, Patriots at Jets, and Cardinals at Vikings. Uh, Giants, I predicted the Seahawks would beat the Giants 20 to 17. They won 27 to 13. Uh, the Jets screwed me. I predicted the Patriots would lose to the Jets 27 to 14. Uh, the actual was 17 to 22 in favor of the Patriots. I uh, predicted the Cardinals would lose to the Vikings 14 to 28. They lost 34 to 26. Uh, so that puts your overall at 13 and 8, and mine at 14 and 7. So much more competitive than last year. <laughs> I was like 10 games down for, for a good bit of the season. Um, Let's see. So this week, um, you have Bills at Jets, Ravens at Saints, and Packers at Lions. So, no matter how good the Jets look, I can't ever trust them. Nope, they screwed me. So, Bills over the Jets. I'm going to say 28 to 14. Um, I'm going to say Ravens over the Saints. You said Bills, Jets, 28 to 14? Yes, Bills over Jets. Um, Ravens over Saints, I'm going to say uh, 24 to 10. Saints have been really good this year. And then Packers versus Lions. Without Hawkinson. Without Hawkinson, so they have Amon St. Brown, and that's about it. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if Swift is playing. He he's not practicing, but I think that I doesn't something. really mean anything. I think I saw the sign was out. I might be wrong though. I didn't see anything whenever um, I was looking before the podcast here. Um, You know, it's sad whenever I feel like I'm going to regret picking this, but uh, Packers over the Lions. I think they can do it. Uh, 17 to 14. The, the Lions are, in my mind, a benchmark team. And what I mean by that is they can beat you. If you don't come prepared, um, but if you're a playoff team or someone who should be in the playoffs, um, you should be. So. Yeah, but uh, that's not the Packers this year. They're not a playoff team, and they shouldn't be in the playoffs. You know, um, 
they could get hot, you know, win a few games and get like a seven seed or something like that. They're eight weeks into the season, nine technically. They are like three games back out of the North. So it, they can't win. They can't win the North, I don't think. So uh, they'll have no, to. No, not after the a, Vikings have what, only lost one game so far. Yeah, to the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not. Yeah, congrats on your NFC North <laughs> win. Sir, um, I'm a Vikings fan, so, you know, uh, I'm also a sadist. You know, I, I like pain. Uh, this is like 2017, uh, I think like 2000. Like, I cannot, I, I'm i not going to be excited until the playoff. So, uh, uh, yeah. After the podcast, can you give me some tips on how to deal with it? Because I'm not used to this. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, that's probably not that. <laughs> probably not very PG, but yeah, we we can we can get some tips after the podcast. So my games are the Chargers at Falcons, Titans at Chiefs, and Vikings at Commanders. On paper, the Chargers should kick the dog shit out of the Falcons. Uh, but who are they throwing the ball to? Literally, they're running back and some fourth-string receiver. I mean, give it to Mount Gerald Everett. I'll be fine with that. I got him in my lineup. Just give him all the targets. I'm going to say the Chargers probably lose this one, 21-24. Purely because they don't have anybody to catch the damn ball besides the running backs. I mean, neither have the Giants, and look how they've done. So, the I'm gonna leave the NFC East alone. They've had a, uh, <laughs> a it's been something watching them play. Let's see, Titans at Chiefs. They both have like I think they're both like five and two or something like that. Um, I think the Chiefs are probably a little bit better top to bottom. Uh, I'm going to say Titans 17, Chiefs 28. So not a blowout, but not really close either. Yeah. Vikings at Commanders. O-line is trash. The quarterback is trash. Um, So I don't think the Commanders are like a legitimate Red, but anytime the Vikings yeah, play a backup quarterback, it, it just doesn't go well. Uh, yeah, I thought that too when the, the Commanders beat the Packers. So, yeah, I'm gonna say Vikings 31, Commanders 17. All right, and that's all I've got. Um, you got any trivia this week? I I do not. I don't either. So yeah, I guess we can call her quits. Uh, let's see. So uh, we can. We, I'm not gonna cut this out. <laughs> I'm just tired. Uh, we can be found on a bunch of different platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts. And as of week one this year, we added uh, Amazon. 
So if you want to catch us there, feel free. If you want us somewhere else, just let us know. We'll make it happen. I would appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm Montel. John. Peace.